is where to get married. That's the topic of the week, where to get married. And this is the thing, uh, picking a venue, picking a venue, okay, is, uh, is probably the most, one of the most stressful things, okay, uh, most painful things, all right, uh, one of the biggest investments when it comes to your wedding, all right, so you want to make that the first thing that you do, right, other than putting your master guest list together, all right, the first vendor that you want to book is going, you are going to want to pick your venue, and this is why venues book up really fast, okay, they book up quickly, the most popular time to get married is on, is during the summer, Okay, on a Saturday evening. Okay, so trust me when I'm telling you, um, I'm, I'm, this is this is this is facts. Okay, this is something that I went through. This is something my couples have tell me. Wedding planners tell me this. Venues tell me this. Okay, they book up really fast. You want to book it? You want to try to book it at least a year, a year in advance. Okay, now where you get married, where you get married, the time of day you get married, and the season you get married in is also extremely important. So you want to keep these things in mind. Okay, so where you get married, this is the venue. The time of day you get married, right? If you get having a morning wedding, if you're having an afternoon wedding or if you're having an evening wedding is going to affect the planning of your wedding okay the season that you get married in is also going to affect the planning of your wedding okay you're going to be charged differently okay if you're getting married in january than if you're getting married in may okay it's going to be a difference there so i want you guys to keep that in mind my phone keeps locking. I don't know what's going on. I got all my notes on my phone. All right, so three tips that I want to give you guys real quick and then we're out of here. Uh, first tip is uh, you want to research the venue. All right, that's without saying. Uh, there are many different platforms that you can use to research the venue, okay? Uh, Wedding Wire and The Knot are amazing resources for engaged couples. Uh, you can also Google search venues in your market. Uh, you can also use YouTube to, uh, to look for, for venues, okay? So I do something, I have a show called The Virtual Venue Tour, where I tour venues that I perform at, right? And so it's different to be able, like you can go to a venue's website and you can see pictures and you can read all the nice stuff that they offer, which is great, I highly recommend that. But, right, if you can see a, a tour of the venue, right, if you can see how another couple has set up the venue, what, what can it look like when you get married there? It's super, super powerful, okay? So don't forget, use, use YouTube and see if there's a video of the venue on YouTube so you can get a better idea of what you're getting. The third tip was, uh, uh, I'm sorry, we're on tip number two. I'm moving really fast. Uh, questions to ask, right? Super important. You you want to have questions that you ask your, your, your venue. As a matter of fact, you want to have questions that you ask all your wedding vendors. But since we're talking about, you know, where to get married, we're talking specifically about the venue. So a couple of questions that you want to jot down, you want to make sure that you ask when you go on the tour. I wouldn't recommend you ask these questions over the phone. I would recommend that you ask these questions when you book your tour. So question number one, are tables and chairs included? I know you're probably thinking to yourself, why do I need to ask that, Gene? Trust me, you need to ask that. Not all venues that, you, uh, that you're that you interested in is going to provide you with the chairs uh, and the linens and the tables. They charge for that, okay? Uh, what staff members are going to be there 
when uh, if you decide to choose their venue can you bring your own alcohol very important question why because if you can bring your own alcohol you're gonna save a lot of money does the venue require you to use their uh, their vendor list and their catering list okay so when you go to a venue a lot of times they're gonna give you like a preferred vendors list okay they're also gonna give you a list of all the caterers that they use all right some venues require you they'll say hey listen you have to pick a venue you have to pick a venue sorry you have to pick uh, a vendor from this list you have to use our caterer you cannot bring an outside caterer right now this is the thing uh, you might the caterers that they have on their list you might not be interested in them okay that might not be the food that you want at your at, at your wedding right and so you need to ask these questions beforehand all right super important as a matter of fact real quick let me tell you guys an experience that me and my wife had we actually found a venue we absolutely loved okay we absolutely loved it right what ended up happening was we visited a whole bunch of different venues not only a whole bunch of different venues but we went to a whole bunch of other bridal shows and we were just asking the other vendors at the bridal shows hey listen we're thinking about going with this venue what do you think about it and without fail everybody kept telling us the same thing which is you know the venue is beautiful it's amazing right but they don't allow the entertainer to bring in their own sound Right? You have to use the house system. Okay? And so that the music is something very important to us. Now, I'm, I'm an entertainer, so I'm looking at the house speakers that they have. And, you know, I call the venue. I'm like, yo, what's up with this? Uh, you know, what's, what, what's, what, what, what's up with this sound system? And they're like, yeah, you know, we control the sound. We control it. Right? And so that was a, a no-brainer for us, you know? Even though we love the venue and we wanted to get married there, we decided to go with another venue because we wanted to be able to control the sound. We don't want the venue to be able to control the sound, right? At any time, they could just turn it down or, or you know, we're not going to get that bass that we wanted. So these things are important. And another thing, right? We visited another venue. We did a tasting at the venue and the food was terrible. The food was terrible. So this is the thing, right? Before you book your venue, and listen, this is just off top of the dome. I'm like freestyling right now, okay? Do your tasting, do your tasting before you book the venue, right? Because if you're required to use their catering staff and you do the tasting and you don't like the food, uh, you probably may not want to go with that venue, right? And it depends if the food is important to you, right? The food may not be important to you. You just may want to serve chicken and steak or whatever, and you don't care how your guests feel about the food, but the food is part of the, of the entertainment. The food does play a major role in the wedding, okay? Uh, the, the food will help your guests have that experience that you're looking for them to have, right? So you want to keep these things in mind, right? I didn't even think about this. I didn't even give that tip when I was live on Facebook, right? So you guys are getting exclusive right now. Um, all right, so tip number three, right? So tip number two, let's not forget, write down questions that you want to ask, uh, want to ask the venue, all right? Oh, I'm, I'm not even done with the questions. I'm sorry. Uh, we talked about using the the preferred vendor list that the venue has okay are you required to do that um and what most venues most venues not all most venues will tell you hey listen you know when you book with us you're gonna get a day of coordinator okay now listen you know i've i've done a lot of weddings i performed at a lot of venues and i'll tell you all 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 coordinators are not created equally, okay? <laughs> Actually, before I even go into this, let me just say one of the biggest investments that you can make is hiring a planner, okay? But 
If the venue tells you, hey, you're gonna get a planner or you're gonna get a coordinator, you better find out what that person's responsibility is and how long have they been on that job and what experience do they have as a coordinator, okay? So a coordinator, you you know, the, the venue could hire somebody, right, off the street. I'm not saying off the street, but you know, they could just hire somebody that has no experience. You go and book the venue and they say, hey, you know, Congratulations, you know, you're gonna get a coordinator and they don't even know what to do, right? So you need to ask it like, what's your experience? Listen, this is a, a, also an exclusive because even though I talked about, even though I talked about, you know, uh, figuring out what the what, what, what the coordinator's responsibility is gonna be on the day of the wedding, what I didn't mention in the last video was, right, what's their experience? Okay, if you're going, if you're in charge of my wedding, on the day of my wedding, which is the biggest day, one of the biggest days of my life, what experience do you have? Whew, what experience do you have? That's super important, right? Your wedding is too important to leave in the hand of amateurs. Let me just say that one more time. Your wedding is too important to leave in the hands of amateurs, okay? Now also, also, this is a secret. Okay, most venues, they turn over coordinators like like clockwork. So you might book, listen, we average 100 weddings a year. I could be talking to one coordinator six months before the wedding, and by the time we're 30 days out of the wedding, it's a brand new coordinator. It happens to me and my couples all the time, right? But I tell them, listen, you don't gotta worry about that, right? Because Jean's got you covered, right? But I see this in the industry, venues, turnover coordinators consistently, okay? It's very rare to find a coordinator that's been at a venue for more than five years. They average about three to five years, okay? So you wanna keep these things in mind. All right, so we're gonna wrap up here. Let's go to tip number three. I'm sorry, my phone keeps locking on me. I don't know what's going on today, all right? We We're gonna get it together though. <clears throat> all right, so tip number three. So. Obviously, the most popular place to get married, I don't even want to say the most popular place, the most traditional place to get married is going to be a banquet hall that does events or it's going to be a hotel, okay? Those are the two most traditional places to get married, but there are also non-traditional places you can get married. So I want you to keep this in mind as well. So not only do I want you to make a list of all the venues that you're thinking of getting married at, but think about the non-traditional places. So these are these are just some, right? I'm gonna do a whole episode that's just gonna talk specifically on traditional versus non-traditional wedding venues, okay? So I'm just gonna run down this real quick. You've got parks, I've done several weddings at parks, uh, ceremonies and receptions at parks, restaurants, um, art galleries, museums, private residence, right? Now, if you're getting mad at a private residence, as a matter of fact, I just booked a wedding last night that's gonna be at the groom's mother's house, okay? These are the things you wanna think about, though, if you're getting married at your house. Number one, especially if it's during the summertime, it doesn't matter if it's the summertime or not. You gotta think about the weather. If it's too hot, your guests aren't gonna wanna be exposed to that heat, okay? If it's raining, your guests are not gonna wanna get wet. Okay, so you have to, more than likely, you're gonna have to rent a tent, you're gonna have to rent chairs, 
tables. If it's really hot, you might need some fans. If it's really cold, you might need some heaters. Uh, you're gonna think about the noise ornament. So these are some of the things that you wanna think about if you're gonna be getting married at a private residence, okay? You can also get married at a courthouse, right? Right? It's, uh, it's non-traditional. Uh, I'm saying non-traditional as far as like having a wedding there, but you can. I've, there, I've, I've seen and I've experienced a lot of couples, okay? They don't want a big wedding, okay? Long Island event DJ saying farms and vendors, farms and vineyards, absolutely. Those are very popular places to get married. I would put those under more of traditional places to get married though, okay? We do a lot of weddings at farms and barns and vineyards, right? But those are like kind of more traditional. I'm talking about more non-traditional uh, non-traditional places to get married, right? Um, but, you know, you can get married at a courthouse. Maybe you just have a few of your close friends and family members with you, okay? And, you know, you could do the courthouse thing and go out to eat at a restaurant afterwards, okay? So I hope these tips help. Let's. I just want to recap real quick, right? I want to recap number one, right? Super important. You want to book your venue first. It's the first vendor you book okay and why is that right because venues book up quickly especially if it's a popular venue all right number two you want to think about uh the time you're getting married if you're getting married in the morning if you're getting married in the afternoon if you're getting married in the evening it's gonna affect the planning trust me okay i've done many morning weddings okay but we can't dive too deep into that right but there's a whole different structure you got to wake up real early if you're having an early morning wedding one of the benefits of having an early morning wedding though you have the rest of the day to kick it with your peoples okay same thing with an afternoon wedding right and the venue might cut you a deal if you're getting married early in the morning not early early in the morning but if you're getting married early because they can still book a wedding that evening Okay, so you might get a discount. And when you get married, the season you get married is also extremely important, okay? If you're getting married in January, in February, maybe even March, March, uh, you know, we're coming into wedding season, right? Uh, but they're off-season prices, right? And you also want to think about the, 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 the day of the week you're getting married, right? If you get married on a Monday, I've done several weddings on a Monday. I've done several weddings on a Friday. I've done several weddings um, on a Thursday, okay? These things are going to affect the planning of your wedding, right? So you might love this venue, but the venue is not available on Saturday during the summer in the evening time because that's the most popular time to get married. You ain't going to get no discounts during that time. But what I'm saying is you love the venue so much, you might want to consider a Sunday and you might get a discount because it's a Sunday. Or you might want to consider a Friday. You might get a discount because it's a Friday. You might consider a Monday or a Thursday, okay? All right. So the three things, the three tips, right? We're going to recap because I want you, listen, I want my engaged couples. I'm not giving you this advice um, so you could just hear it and then not do anything, okay? You need to be, we need to be practical, right? I'm trying to give you practical information that's going to help you plan a fun, entertaining, and stress-free wedding. I'm trying to remove the stress from planning a wedding from you, all right? So number one, Make a list of all the venues that you research and that you think you want to get married at. Make a list, right? Not only make a list of the venue, right? Also write down when you want to get married, okay? When you want to get married, the time of day you want to get married, and the day of the week you want to get married, all right? So when you're talking to the venue, you're asking them ahead of time, okay? Hey, listen, do you have this date available? No? Okay, well, what's your second option? 
Okay, if your ideal date's not available, what's your second option? Okay, all right, number two, have your list of questions ready. Have them ready. And don't ask these questions over the phone. Go to the venue. Excuse me. Number three, if the, the venue that you absolutely love is not available, write down some non-traditional wedding options. We talked about parks, museums, arts galleries, um, private residence, right? So just start thinking and saying, hey, you know, these are some other options that we may consider. If you do these things, I honestly truly believe it'll help you plan a stress-free wedding, all right? So listen, uh, the weekend's here. Most planning happens on the weekends. And now let me say this real quick. When you're calling your venues and you're scheduling venue tours, remember, most venues are going to be booked on a Saturday afternoon, okay? Especially during the summer, okay? So when you're calling the venue and you're trying to set up a tour, just, just keep this in mind, right? Not only for the venue, but for your wedding vendors, right? Most, most wedding entertainers, they're performing on a Saturday. I cannot meet you on a Saturday. It's not going to happen. Okay, I can hardly meet you on a Sunday either. Maybe even a Friday might be difficult. Okay, so just keep these things in mind when you're setting up appointments with your vendors, right? We're working on Saturday. It's the most popular day, um, most popular day of the week to get married. So it might be difficult. Now, I have seen some venues do early morning tours on a Saturday. Okay, so just keep that in mind. All right. Uh, and listen, follow Gene the Wedding Coach. I'm doing daily wedding tips every single day. Okay. And uh, every Friday, live on Facebook and Instagram, going more in-depth on the topic. Last week, we discussed the number one thing that's going to affect your wedding. The number one thing that's going to affect your wedding and affect the budget of your wedding is your guest list. Okay? It was it was amazing content got a lot of great feedback okay if you didn't get an opportunity to want uh, to, to 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 hear that content listen just click on the link above click on the link and uh you know subscribe to the wedding workshop podcast right uploading a new podcast every single wednesday so this show that i'm doing today is going to be condensed right we're going to put it together and we're going to upload it on Wednesday, okay, and and for, for, for post-production, all right? So listen, I hope you guys are enjoying the content. If you are, like, share, comment, subscribe. Let me know the things that you're doing to uh, whatever advice that you have when it comes to picking a venue. Um, I don't care if you're a wedding vendor. Uh, I don't care if you're a venue. I don't care if you're an engaged couple. I don't care if you're somebody that's already gotten married. You know, the goal of the show, right, is to... Once again, help engage couples that are in the market, that are currently planning their wedding, okay? Uh, have a fun experience, have an entertaining experience, but most importantly, have a stress-free experience. Now listen, planning weddings are stressful, okay? So I'm not saying we're gonna take away all the stress, but if we can reduce the amount of stress that you have, okay, that is the goal here. That is the goal, to reduce your stress level, all right? so. Uh, before I get out of here, let me just say this, right? Start early. Start early. Uh, I have a book. Right? It's, like, it's, it's like my wedding diary. Every time I work with an engaged couple, every time, uh, you know, I, I meet with a couple that's planning their wedding, uh, or I'm talking to a, 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 a wedding vendor, right? It's where I keep all the nuggets for the content for this show, right? One of the, the number one thing across the board that engaged couples tell me, wedding vendors uh, tell me, uh, and just from my personal experience, the number one thing that you can do is start early. 
the earlier you start the better it is all right you only get married once hopefully hopefully you only get married once so make it count your wedding is too important your wedding is too important all right for amateurs to come and perform at your wedding okay it's too important for that all right and with that said gina wedding coach i'm out have a great week have a great weekend uh super excited about next week got some amazing content coming out next week so make sure you subscribe to the podcast make sure you follow gina wedding coach if you have any questions uh definitely hit me up and, and that's what it is enjoy your weekend i'm out